0: Welcome to the About That Wallet podcast show number nine, where I will be talking about generational wealth. Welcome to the About That Wallet podcast, where I, your host, Anthony Weaver, will provide quick history, actionable strategies, and futuristic ideas surrounding the cash flow mindset. So please join me in the quest to getting to know about that wallet. To bring forward. Welcome, welcome. So it seems like uh got another fun topic to talk about today, which is about generational wealth. And what does that really mean in the sense of leaving generation like your next generation, some wealth. To me, honestly think that generational wealth is just pretty much leaving, like most of the time I think about it, it's like financial stuff being ch- um, passed down to the next generation. But ultimately I feel as though it's more of a knowledge thing to be, ch- to be passed down because money comes and goes. Um, but if you don't know how to manage it and maintain it, you, it's best to just uh, not even pass it on to that generation, and pass it on to the next one, and hopefully they get it. Um, but ultimately, let's start with a little bit of history. Um, by definition, generational wealth represents assets passed down from one generation to the next. Um, if you like, if you leave something that's more noticeable inheritance uh, for your descendants that constitutes generational wealth. These assets include real estate, stock market investments, business, or anything else which contains monetary value. And this that quick insert came from Riley Adams, which is a blog post from themarketwatch.com. I'll put that link in the show notes. So, since you provided a, a quick overview, um, some historical stuff, um, I think the only thing that I've ever heard growing up, far as things being passed down, was my grandfather before he passed had the house paid off for my grandmother, um, and that was kind of like the first thing that I've ever heard and about generational wealth, but it wasn't you Know brought up as hey, this is considered generational wealth. No, this was just something that was done, um, but I'd never thought about it in terms of generational wealth as I got older. I'm starting to see what that meant. So, going forward, some of the strategies that could kind of help maintain that generational wealth once it's passed on, because um, this is one of the things that I have became accustomed to as I've gotten older to understand how did my grandmother lose her house, uh, even though it was already paid off. So I know I'm sharing a lot of personal information here, but these are some of the life lessons to kind of share with you that not everything that you think is going to be passed on is really going to be passed on. Because from the way how I was told about it, was my grandmother started doing the finances, but my grandfather did not share with her how he did the finances and what to look out for and how to do the day-to-day bills. So with that, she became behind on a lot of things. And Adding on or taking out HELOCs and not under, fully understanding how to get those taken care of because your job is not always going to be there for you. So, when I know I'm rambling, but let me go back. So, the strategies um, one of the main things is ultimately, we as we go through life, um, and if we decide to have offspring or even just want to leave something to our nieces and nephews, or even just put it back into the family pool. Um, We start these businesses or decide to build a house, our perfect home. Uh, We worry about the retirements, our annuities, or anything extra uh, for for the next generation. So yeah, we take the time to do all the work, do all the research, build this foundation but how do we ultimately pass this on? And this comes to my full definition about generational wealth. It's more about the knowledge behind the assets and everything that you have built. Because if without the, those core understandings of how to maintain it, how to build it, and how to say no when it doesn't align to the core values of the things that you built, then that becomes a problem, which goes back to the instance of with my grandmother for not understanding how to maintain her bills and say no to other people who were coming in to her life that were trying to tell her how to spend her own money but were not there when she hit her downfall to pick her up and allow her to maintain a home. And now, since she doesn't have a home, she's finding another place to live in other areas. I won't share those details, but things just went downhill from that point. Um, so that's the reason why I really want to stress education inside the um, inside the household. So when you are planning on setting up something for your children, your nieces and nephews, or even just your younger brothers and sisters, or even your older brothers and sisters, um, and just to have that space so that everybody can come together um, in time of need, especially when it comes to generational wealth. Um, so with when it comes to education and understanding what is needed to know about your personal finances as you try to share this stuff on is once you already have perfected or you have something in motion because tomorrow's never promised, I highly recommend writing down your process um, with the person that you live with, either your significant other, or uh, have your child right there with you as you go through these motions. Children actually pick up a lot of information. Um, I say this because, as a when I was teaching in my undergrad, I was able to teach third graders abstract algebra, and and that was after they got to what's they call it multiplication, division adding and subtracting so once they had those four things down i was able to teach them abstract algebra but because the school systems limit them to these tests i cannot go further into abstract algebra but they understood the concepts you're listening to the about that Water podcast we'll be right back after these messages If you are enjoying this episode or finding anything useful, please consider leaving a review on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere on the internet. It is one of the best ways you can help new listeners find me, such as yourself. You can always support this podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash about that wallet or anchor.fm forward slash about that wallet. You should not limit them, no matter what age they are. Because once you understand the steps of where you want to be, then you have to break it down. Okay, what are the skill sets needed to get there? And also, in this aspect of sharing knowledge, you already know that what it takes to maintain your bills. So take back, okay, so what does my child need? or well, my nieces and nephew need to know how to maintain my current standing and actually write down everything that's needed for that to happen. Now, ultimately, everybody knows about a will and how wills play when it comes to your passing. It's pretty much saying, I will, like, this is my will, this is me, willing so-and-so to take control over my assets when i pass this is my will um, with that i really want you to kind of think about what do you really want them to handle who should have it and what they need to know to maintain it now as far as education you can actually guide them to particular podcasts such as this one uh different types of schooling um, communication schools not communication schools they call it community colleges do you have one-on-one classes that you can take they got tons of youtube videos out there there's a university um online i think it's called udemy it's just free um, or just something, some type of training that you can pass down to the next generation. If you really want to build generational wealth, it's, it's ultimately a blueprint to your lifestyle and how you're running things. Maybe they can come in with a new insight and say, hey, well, they were doing it this way. Let's try it out this way for a little bit. If it works, it works well. But is there a way to increase the value? that's great. Now let's look at the negative side of things, the way how things don't go the way you want them to. Um, usually when you think about generational wealth, you have that business, you have that home that you want to pass out to your child. But say that you are in your 60s and late 50s and your child is already in their mid-30s or close to 40s. And they already have their home, they already have their family set up. What, do you want to leave them that house to be sold, or do you want them to leave that house so they can live in? Or do you want that house to be given to one of the um, unfortunate uh, siblings that were not able to find a stable place to live, or something happened to them that they're not able to live where they currently live at, or something happened to that particular place that they're living at, and now they just need a place to stay. These are some of the things that um, I highly recommend to take a look into when you're trying to leave an asset. Who are you really leaving this asset to, and what are you leaving it for? Um, do you Are you leaving it to be sold? or are you leaving it to be maintained uh to be dismantled or sold to like another company like what what are your wishes uh when it comes to this generation so like you can pass down the the monetary value of your business to your children or once the business is set up you can say hey well i put so and so in charge it's like say another manager in charge of the company but The percentage of the proceeds can go to the children or the remaining members of the family into a trust or something like that to kind of make sure that your children are taken care of. Um, These are some of the things you really want to think about because I don't know how to explain it. It's like there is nothing, everything's out of your control when you're not here anymore, like in this world anywhere. There is nothing left for you to control at this point besides you just kind of putting in a lot of things in place so that you know at least you did the best you could outline the best way you know how to and passed on what you felt was best in your heart to your children um and as we all know we can't take anything with us when we go so why not just pass down that knowledge the only thing that we can take with us is our ideas and our knowledge so let's pass that on money comes and goes Um, who knows it might not be cash money now it might be all digital currency but if they don't even know how to handle the small stuff what makes them think that you them can even handle the big stuff. So I really want to hash that in today. Hopefully you got something out of it. Please follow me as always. I'm always open to hearing some feedback. Hopefully you're getting a great insight about all of this. But I really ultimately want you to take time to think about your generational wealth. and. What you hope or what I really want you to think about is how are you changing your generation? Like, are you going to repeat what other people are doing? Or are you going to change your family tree and actually be more in tune with your finances and actually make? And for the futures of generational wealth, I really kind of feel as though there is going to be a, a shift in passing on more than just uh, 47% of the, gener- of the wealth from one generation to the next. Usually, I think statistics show that 47% of the wealth that is passed down to the second generation loses it all. And then by 90% of it will be completely lost by the third generation. I really feel as though by like 2025, 20, maybe around that time, a lot of people will have at least a financial baseline taken care of, which will then propel the longevity of generational wealth, Other by... Pass, paying it forward by paying off your your children's uh, schooling for college. Then also paying for like the down payment for their home. These are ways that you're actually help, helping to propel that next generation to fully understand what it means to pass down generational wealth. Because without you taking that time, in your day to actually cut some of your financial stability to support them to help them get ahead just even if it's just, even if it's just a thousand or two thousand dollars you're making a world of a difference in their life um even if you look at it from a compounding interest standpoint i really think that and feel that this really is something that could help push that next generation forward because a lot of the mistakes that we've learned and have taken time out to fully, well, not really fully understand, but to at least get 80% of the understanding of what's happening. I really think that this next generation is going to be amazing. So keep thriving, everyone. You are the future. You are the CFO of your life. You are the CEO of your decisions. Let's make this happen. Well, that concludes this episode of About That Wallet. I hope this topic was helpful. If you want to get the latest episodes, please subscribe to this podcast, wherever you're listening to it. Remember, it is your duty to know about that wallet. Take care, be safe, I'm out. Peace.